good. Hey, we lit. Sweeted. Hey, hey. Trey go to Sweet. Hey, Amsterdam. Baby. I go to Amsterdam, baby. Hey. hey. Listen, I'm trying to go to France for real, anywhere. honestly. Hey, honestly. I can take, I can take you but anywhere. I heard the French energy over there is like, well. I think it depends on, because when it comes to traveling stories, you got to think about who's telling that shit. Yeah. That's a big factor. Because you can go anywhere if you got the good energy and you just come up and be like, hey, yo, what's up? Don't like, what's this? Me. And you just talk to people and you'll be straight. Promise you. As long as you move so. your energy, it's actually important. For real, for real. Speaking of yep. energy, I, I was, you got to get me get to the goddamn transition. My God. You got to have a nice little segue. You're like, you're like, we can't talk about something before we get to the actual topic. Before we get there, let's cleanse our energy. We have a conversation. Shanice, Come on now. take a deep breath with me. Inhale. No. Exhale. Oh. One more time. Inhale. No, I'm gonna hold my Exhale. <laughs> 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 Alright. You're a psychopath, man. A Once cool. again, right as assemble pieces. Just assemble. You're a psychopath. Welcome back. It's good to hear y'all, see y'all. Let's get this. Feel y'all. Hey. No. I love the energy. Mm-hmm. I, I like love that. the energy. What you mean? <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> nah, today, we got to start doing introductions, bro. So we got me, Edmund. Janice, you're next. <laughs> we're we going to go in order. But my order is different than your order, but I'm... Oh, I forgot. Well, you're next. <laughs> I'm Janice. <laughs> Who are you? The people need to you? know. They can hear you. Who are you? Who are you? I am, uh, I'm that guy. I'm your best friend's best friend's boyfriend. What's this feeling? Is this, is this Cap? Is this... Right. They love me too. I understand. This... I understand. Oh. Hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is Denzel. Yeah, that's it. I was going to talk more about it. I had nothing else to say. That's that's all you got. I understand. You know, one-dimensional. You know, it's okay. One-dimensional. I understand. I understand. One-dimensional. That's your energy. Highly complex being individual. I'm very what? Oh, one for one. It's a free-for-all today. Nobody's team nobody. We're on our own team. Fuck all y'all. I love y'all, though. (laughs) Right. Jeez. It's a very love, love, love relationship over here. Great Damn, team. bro, that's crazy. Imagine leading the whole, like, you know, slight meditation pause to enrich others, and the next thing you know, they're telling you're not that guy. I feel I feel attacked. You're not, you know, so. I'm that guy. Oh, I'm that guy. <laughs> you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Oh, that my video's gosh. so funny. Yeah, can... Y'all are annoying. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> It's your knees. What you, what's, what's, what's up, bro? Let's talk about it. What's your energy on today? How's your energy? How are you feeling? I'm, I'm great. How are y'all? Because you give me no, a lot no, of great. It's just a, and... it's just a placeholder. Talk Don't it, say talk, great. Talk. Tell, me, tell us how you really feel. Tell me how you tell really feel. Tell us the feel. deeper layers, like an onion. Peel it back. Peel it back. Oh, God. Shrek over here. Sheesh. <laughs> Fiona. 
Come on now. We're taking all the emotions, the onions, and we're sizzling them up and making a beautiful dish today. Sizzle. What is that? Flavor. Left, right, up, down. Uppercuts. To my soul. I like that. Mink. (laughs) Mink. Yo, what the hell? Who made you angry, bro? What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. To the people. Us. We want to know. I want to know. How are you feeling? If y'all don't leave me alone with this, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Next. Damn. Nah, I can't but... even care no more. Oh, God, we can't care no more. I see how it is. I get it. Today is uh, it's about energy, bro. It is. My energy, your energy, the universe's energy, you know, your chakras. That is not what this is about. I'm getting there. But it's mainly about (laughs) the masculine and feminine energies that we all carry. You know what I'm saying? You really got to know yourself and what energy you carry and really be true to you. You know what I'm saying? But the topic, (laughs) what? Sorry. What's funny? (laughs) We finally get to the topic that you laughing. What's oh, up? Yeah, that's you laughing. Like, I got to the topic. You want me to get this motherfucker so fucking bad? God damn. No, in all seriousness, though. Um, all seriousness. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> how are we going yes, to describe? No smiling, <laughs> no laughing, serious. <laughs> Dang. All right. Prison. Oh, God. The fuck? Prison warden. No one has fun here. Nobody has fun in this motherfucker but me. Right. Not even me. We're all Not even me. No, but how would you guys describe what is masculine energy and what is feminine energy? Like from a like your perspective, from your ideal. Let's start off. I'm gonna start off with Shanice this time, because King yeah. always goes first. Why I gotta start? I, yeah, I always start. go first. There's an order. I don't wanna go first. There's an order. And you are first in line. Missy. I don't want to. You got it. (laughs) I'm fucking. All right. Now, I don't know. Because when we initially talked about this topic, like I was in the gym and I was tired. But I also never really (laughs) think about, I guess, masculine energy and feminine energy. Just because. Mm -hmm. Um. Growing up, like, I had both my parents until I was, like, nine, right? And then my parents are divorced. And at nine, I feel like you're really you're, – that's, like, what, preteen almost? You're, you're growing into yourself or beginning to start that process at least. And I lost, I feel like, a, a pretty vital part of that process at nine, right before I started the process. And my dad for at least till I was like 17. Um, and I, I never really fully learned that masculine energy from anybody. My mom was the masculine energy and the feminine energy in the house. That's, that's the most part. That's the, that's the, that's the adult I saw the most growing up. So, and I had my grandfather and I had my other grandfather, I had my uncles I had, like, my cousins, like, they all were older than me. Um, and you had those masculine energies around you, 
but I feel like it's different when that masculine energy is uh, are you it picks you up from school it it teaches you things at night before you go to bed it tells you to take out the trash it tells you to cut the grass like that energy that your father carries I feel like it's important especially that time when I lost him so it's like I never really I guess realized that masculine energy for myself so I think I think my my view of both energies is very skewed because my mom carries both energies very well and she does a good job but she, I feel like she loses herself in her own her own selfish pursuits which is human um it is and kind of like lost like I had to like become the masculine energy for my siblings so it was like learning how to become a person, a man, and trying to give that, then learn lessons very quickly to two people who are depending on you very heavily is, I don't know, it's, it was an interesting process. So I think both of those energies are needed. I think that's, that's my definition of both of those. I don't have a real definition for it, but I know that they're both needed in whatever capacity you have them. You know what I mean? Huh. She needs to wait on you. Oh. <laughs> well, but, um, you just you're just wanting us to talk about the, our viewpoints on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you think about masculine feminine? Like when I say these, like when I say masculine or feminine, like what does that what does that mean to you? Because to even be able to get it get perspective into ourselves more i think it's important that we establish how each of us individually feels about it so it makes more sense when we're talking forward right right um i think for me it's how you portray yourself so like you can be considered a woman or or female whatever term you want to use but still give out like masculine energy based on how you act i'm gonna just use myself for an example because i'm very i used to be very hot-headed i would never like to um, follow anyone. I'd always want to be in the lead. I didn't want to hear anything anyone has to say. And I think that gives off very masculine energy. So to me, like when it comes to like feminine and masculine energy, it's kind of just, um, it's the, it's kind of plays into like the gender roles, the stereotypical acts that a man does that some women can do, or like the way a woman behaves that's more masculine. It's just like, it just resembles more of a man than it does a woman. Like you hear all the time, Oh, I want to be a soft girl. or I want to be tapping into my feminine energy. And I think that just means that like, we argue less, we take a step back, we allow ourselves to follow someone and we become more like less dominant and more submissive in a way, but not to the point where we're like being pushed over. But to me, it's just the way you carry yourself. So you, it's good to have both. You don't want to be too much of the other. And I think both genders can do both as well. Like when you have an overly masculine man, too toxic, but then, you know, but then if you have an overly feminine man, they're automatically labeled as gay. So it's like, there has to be a balance, I think. And like society needs to quit labeling one as worse or one as better for each gender. So I think for me, it's just your energy. If it's masculine or feminine, it's just how you carry yourself and how you act towards other people. It's just how you are as a person, kind of. It's how you can determine what energy you give out. But it is kind of stereotypical, so I will say that. It is very stereotypical. (laughs) It is. is. But I mean, what the fuck is, like, not stereotypical? 
because everything has a stereotype on it. I know. So it's like I know. I, I've Society's... never, I've never given a fuck about that shit. Ooh, ow, that hurt. I never give a fuck about that shit because it's like <laughs> if I'm consistently like worried about what the fuck is um like be said after I say something, like yeah, having a soft life for for a dude is very unrealistic. It's just how it is, or dude, or they them, or whatever the fuck you want to say. Like it's very unrealistic because. Soft life is, it's dope. It sounds cool, but I feel like anybody with that like drive to do shit, whether feminine, female, male, or indifferent, like you are going to get bored of a soft life. I feel like if you have that drive in you, you carry that energy of like ambition and shit. I think if it kind of as from a more traditional perspective, like originally, but I don't see masculine and feminine as too, too different when it comes to the ultimate goal, which is raising offspring, essentially. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like the, it's like the same side. It's like different sides of the same coin. It's like the same output, just like the what paths to get there are different. So <clears throat> at the same time, like if you want to create like, you know, successful cool like kid like there's so many aspects to go into that they have to be assertive towards this but also empathetic and i think that normally when it comes to males it's more assertive not in a sense of um putting their needs over others but in the sense of this is what i need to do and i'm going to do it and it's not to say that the feminine energy isn't that it's just that it's more i think of it like warmth this Mm like almost like this aura where it's like this like protection like or like like pregnancy when a child's in the womb for nine months or however long the term is it's they just end the womb and they can feel the mother and it's just like this that's what that's what it's like when you're going through life and you never really leave the womb mentally you know what i mean that it's always there kind of it's kind of hard to explain yeah, it is. You lost me a little bit, but I think you kind of gave me again. Yeah, it's difficult <laughs> for me to, like, explain what yeah. I'm trying to say. But I think of it pretty much like the same. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um, I guess I guess at least... What do you mean uh, by... Oh, go ahead. No, you got it, Shanice. I was just going to ask what it, what he meant by um, you're, you never leave the womb mentally. I didn't understand that. When I say Sorry. that, I mean in the sense of the way, like a, a mother. When I think of the, like feminine energy, the way a mother cares for a mm-hmm. child when they're holding them, carrying them to turn to a pregnancy, mm-hmm. that never really leaves. It stays on until, oh. or that's how I imagine like a perfect scenario. It stays on like yeah. forever. It never goes away. Really, mm-hmm. of course, there's exceptions. Gotcha. Of course, not everybody's the same. But when I say you never leave mentally, I mean as for like <clears throat> the mother that's giving the energy out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't explain that the best. No, you're good. I, I just get, wanted I get to it. clarify. I get it yeah, it's easy to clarify. What? A, so, I guess. I guess it leads us to the question of like, what energies do y'all think y'all carry as like people though? Like, do you think you lean more towards feminine, more towards masculine, more towards like the middle? Like, what? 
Um, I think for me, I'm in the middle. I used to definitely be heavy on like I give off masculine energy because of how defensive I used to be and how hot headed I was. I thought that was mm -hmm. all very much tapping into my masculine side. I was very much like, no, nobody's like I'm attacking everyone who comes for me. It does not matter. And to me, that wasn't very feminine. But now I react less. I don't care what anyone has to say to me. For the most part, I just kind of fall back on a lot of things that would normally have me react because I want to tap into more of my feminine energy because it attracts a certain type of person too. Like I noticed when I was tapping into more of my masculine energy, I would attract hot headed guys, narcissists, all these type of people. And now that I'm falling back, I'm attracting more calm people, friends and in, in all ways. Like, um, like I just attract more calm, level-headed people now. And I like that more because I don't need anyone that's on 10 because then I'm going to tap back into my 10. I'm going to tap back into that masculine and I'm going to be on defense again. So I'm definitely, I think I'm still in the middle because I'm not all the way done healing from my little defense mode, but I'm way better. So I think I have a slight balance, but it leans more towards the masculine side. But I'm trying to be more feminine, <laughs> mm. if that makes any sense. It does. Because I, I definitely agree. Me personally, I, my energy, my energy, I feel like is, um, I have a more masculine energy, but I have a very strong presence of my feminine energy when I, I feel like I need it or it, it is needed from me. Um, I mean, obviously masculine is more strong for me, but like, I definitely, I feel like I carry feminine energy in certain situations and certain scenarios. Um, but mm -hmm. like when I am like super, super masculine and I'm acting like like a macho person or whatever the fuck, like you attract those kind of people who are attracted to that. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but then they expect you to be like that 100% of the time. And that kind of uh, ruins certain relationships. Um, romantically and not romantically, because then if I want to act a certain way, that's not that way that they met you, which is would be like a like mad mm -hmm. masculine. They're like, oh, why are you acting like that? Or you're being weird, or you're like, that's gay, or like, it's like, oh, bro, it's not, it's not that important that you have to have the same energy at all times. Because if I feel like if you're not a complex individual. You haven't really lived, and I said that as saying like like a, like he like we were talking about earlier. We were joking like an onion, like yeah, the top layer is masculine, but I have the softer side. I have the more introspective side. I have the spiritual side. I have the like <laughs> you have to get to know me obviously more and more to get to those parts of me. But like right, you cannot always be on the same energy at all fucking time because then you just you're not expanding your mind. You're not expanding your circles. You're not expanding your relationships. You're not expanding your experiences. I feel like, you know what I mean? So it's like, sure. Yeah. I think it's kind of a hard question for me to answer because what is masculine or feminine is so, is so determined by the culture as well. Mm. So, Maybe in the Western hemisphere, you could talk about, oh, like, you know, meditation and then taking care of self and stuff like that. And that could be considered feminine energy here, but in yeah. the Eastern, it could be considered masculine energy. So I don't know. But for me right now, 
I think as I'm moving away, I live in the West. So as I'm moving away from like, I guess toxic masculinity and understanding more sense of self and getting more insight into stuff like, I guess like empathy and karma and just stuff like that. I think I'm leaning more towards the, the feminine side right now. So I don't have tolerance for, you know, arguing with people unless it's something I actually care about. There's no reason for it or getting into fights because somebody doesn't like my shoes. That's yeah. dumb as hell. Like there's, there's so many different things that go <clears throat> into it, but so I think deep. for now that's where I am. Not for sure. And it's, it's interesting when you said like the Western and Eastern hemispheres, because the uh, social like gender roles yeah. that people that ha- that people have that exist because like right now I'm over here <laughs> in the Eastern hemisphere and I'm, I'm every day I'm observing this culture and I've been over here before and observed and you start to pick up on those little nuances from this side of the world in this Pacific region. <laughs> Um, that don't exist really, at least not in our day-to-day culture in the Western mm-hmm. Hemisphere, North America, in the United States. Because the United States is such a different place where majority, of, I feel like I could be definitely, I definitely could be wrong when I say this. Outside of like Europe and Canada and the United States, a lot, I feel like a lot of the world most of the times is singular cultures and in most of the time majority the same race in a country you see what i'm saying basically yeah yeah homogenous so it allows whatever culture is present at the beginning of their civilized uh uh, progression to just continue because nobody really sees a reason to change it because there's no real like different perspectives coming in it's just these are my people people i see every day they're the same as me we do the same things. we talk about the same things we live the same lives or similar lives some people have more money some people have less money so it's like the generals are so different over here because then you have like the islamic religions that are whole countries and then you have like uh communist regimes that aren't telling communist regimes anymore but they're like they're still in charge and they're sort of a, comp- a whole country and you see the effects that that has on the country over long periods of time in like China and Russia. Like, so it's like our generals that we know on a day-to-day basis from our culture is would, would get you crucified somewhere else. And it's so wild to see that. Facts. It's so wild to see that. I took a class in college on gender roles and it was just it mainly focused on america for the most part but it compared it to like um middle eastern or um india and the, the like different regions as well like for example in america like you know women are supposed to be the people who take care of the household and we just make families and we just stay home and we're not supposed to be the breadwinners we're supposed to stay put in the house make sure it's clean everybody got everything taken care of and making your lunches etc cetera, etc cetera. but in india for example all the women go to factories and work while the man kind of stays back and does what he does but the women are all in factories with dyes and harsh chemicals and like they're the ones making the money for the family so it definitely is different based on every region and we do um Obviously, we do 
pick up on whatever we're around. So like, if we were raised somewhere else or born somewhere else and that's what we come into and then we come into another country or another area and then we're like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to do this as a woman or I'm supposed to do this as a man. Like it definitely depends on where you're from to how you're going to conform to those masculine and feminine roles. Or even like it, it also discussed in the class that I took that um, like typical jobs that men take or that women take. Like for example, most a lot of women are nurses. A lot of women are mm-hmm. daycare workers. A lot of women are all the nurturing roles that we do a lot of that because that's just the stereotype that has been placed upon women. But when you see a man do it, they automatically get kind of, there was a lot, a lot of backlash for a long time when men started becoming nurses or men were taking care of kids where like even the patients or the parents of the kids would be like, I'm uncomfortable with this. You're, you're not supposed to be working here. I'm not going to be treated by you. I'm not going to have you watch my kid, et cetera, et cetera. So it took yeah. like years and years of just switching those roles and being able to be like, okay, you can do both. You can do this. Or even for women, like women don't get taken serious if you see them as a mechanic, if you see them as a tattoo artist, if you see them as as anything that's manly if you see a woman do it most people are like mm, should you be doing that i don't trust you or even ceos like most ceos are men or most bosses are men so now that women can do all that and they're getting integrated to doing anything that a man can it's just it's completely changing the stereotypical gender roles and everything that we kind of know or are used to or whatever but yeah it's definitely based on you know what you grew up in or where you're from yeah, I think the I think the internet though. I'm glad we grew up in this era. I will say that it it may be one of the craziest eras to exist, honestly. But it's 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 a blessing. I feel like if you use it the right way, if you live it the right way, um, because everything you said, Shanice, is so true. Like nothing you said was wrong. But I feel like in the last, I say, 10 years, 11 years, the shift due to the, the accessibility of the Internet has shifted our mentality as people who are becoming now the, the, the adults who are changing shit in government, in politics, in society, becoming business owners, building businesses, becoming CEOs, taking over for our parents. So it's like that shift in mentality is not fully actualized yet because we still have the old people who are alive and still doing stuff in the government and, and companies and stuff like that. But the shift is happening to where now when you see a mechanic that's a, that, that's a woman, you're like, oh, she's working on my car. This, I see this every day on my phone. Or this basketball yeah. player, she just beat all these dudes in the game. Like That's normal now because we see the girls going crazy all the time on the internet. You see uh, 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 a politician like AOC, love AOC. She's changing the government mentality of how you view that every day. So it's like the fact that we have that accessibility to those people in those positions and they can just go on Twitter and say something that's uh, right, wrong, and different, that like it doesn't fucking matter. We, we see all these perspectives all the time. Like, that's a fucking right. blessing, man. And it's changing the way that even we talk about situations. Like the fact that I even talk about they them coming from the place that I came from now is so crazy because I was not used to that at all when I was growing up. Like that wasn't thing I was ever privy to. But I grown. I've used the internet enough to be like, oh, everybody doesn't like when you say these words or use these terms to describe people. 
probably should be saying that. It should be a lot better about how you move around people. Just off of just off of observation. You see what I'm saying? So it's like the generals are there, I feel like in American society, but they're shifting like quickly, oh, I feel yeah. like. For sure. I definitely agree with both of you. Like by far. By far. I think for sure the internet is the great equalizer because there's just so many things that can be organized, that can be done, that can be shown. I mean, even right now, we're all in different parts of the world, different parts of like the state, and we're here being able to have this conversation. These things happen every day. Like our perspective is being shared. We're just on one forum. On Instagram, you see somebody like I've seen some like I see some crazy shit like just scrolling and like you see a girl like do a backflip off like a mountain or some shit and then it's just like there's so many things and broadens their horizons and understanding. It's it's hard to be substantiated in the idea of hard roles, mm. especially between man and female. When there's so many examples that disprove you on a daily basis, literally, it's just it's just difficult. Even like you said, you touched on it earlier, like Twitter and getting the politics and stuff like that. Literally, entire rallies and movements and things have been changed based off public perception. Like they're like, I don't like this, and another person's like, I don't like that, and like, I don't like this either. And it just builds and builds and builds and continues and perpetuates until the point where you have people who were texting online. Now meeting in real life to rally up and create a change. Literally. It's it's wild. It's just anything can be done. Even with CEOs, like you can own an online business and nobody knows who the fuck you are. Which is oh, fantastic. It's dope. Fan it's dope. Fantastic. But like, we're still combating like those old those old kind of like archaic ideas. Like we have a friend who she does graphic design. But if you go to her thing, you don't know what gender she is. And when she's, when she's coordinating with other people, she actually uses like a male moniker. So just because mm-hmm. she knows that more business comes in that way. So there's still a lot of battles yeah. to fight, to overcome. But like you said, it's, it's rapidly progressing and changing. So it definitely is. It really is. No, because now, now that we're talking about like, like governments and stuff and like we're we're in the in that sphere of like entertainment because entertainment is such a leading role now i feel like as um as like a world driver but media is still so far behind i feel like in certain spaces of what it pushes as masculine and feminine energies. Like we still have people on CNN going in about now abortion, now uh, uh, the transgender community in the in the sports, um, which has me thinking about those intangibles that you get from those energies, like. What are some of the energies from, what are some of the, 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 the traits that you feel like that you gain that are like heightened by those different energies though? 
You see what I'm saying? Well, I think for me, like being assertive or even if the when the job that I am in right now, you have to be firm. And I think if I only tapped into my feminine energy, I would because I'm very empathetic. So that sometimes I have to like balance it out. So I think the feminine side of me is like empathetic, sympathetic, like I'm very caring. But then the masculine side is like I have to be firm, fair and consistent. I have to be a little bit more assertive so I can get the respect from the kids and maintain that control that I need <laughs> to do my job. So I think those are some traits I got from both ends. Yeah, you being a CEO is really interesting with those energies. <laughs> right. It really is. Yeah, it, it, and you have to have a balance because if you're too masculine, like there's some that work there and they're just, oh my gosh, I'm here to, I, I run you, I control you and I'm assertive, I'm this, I'm the yeah. boss man. Those get like zero respect. But then when you have those that are too soft, that are like, oh my gosh, poor baby, you're in here, whatever, they, they step on you. So you have to have both feminine and masculine energies to deal with these kids so they understand, okay, you're caring, but you do run stuff. But exactly. if they just see oh, all you do is run stuff, they're going to be like, man, I don't even listen to my parents. Why am I going to listen to you? If you're only empathetic and soft, they're going to be like, mm, I don't respect what you got to say. So you really do have to tap into both energies to get that respect so that you can do your job as a CEO. So it's like, you know, it's a great example of how to do both. Mm. I think. I think I came from an, uh, an opposite perspective of you, but kind of like got to the same point. Um, I was like, I don't care like about anything unless it's like achieving my goals, what I'm trying to do every day in and out, breathe that shit, live that shit. And then now nah, you, you remember, <laughs> you remember, <clears throat> but then I started hanging out with, I guess just different people and getting understanding of like different, just so many different things, and especially hanging out with more women and seeing the transgressions about it's all right. I'm gonna say this is gonna be wild. So like, so like doing dumb stuff and then having like female friends and then that same dumb stuff being done to them and then seeing their reaction, it will switch you very fast. It will. It, it, it will switch you because it's like, dang, because they're like, I can't believe that this happened. I'm like, damn, I definitely did that like exactly. two months ago. And it's like, exactly. so I went from more of a less caring to a more empathetic, understanding and caring. It's not perfect, but yeah. it's definitely a lot more and I'm trying. Yeah. But at the same you. time, like to the same time, the energy <laughs> sometimes is worse in some scenarios than others. So I, I really mm -hmm. try to keep that balance where it's like, this is my time to care. This is my time to be like, nah, fuck you. I'm doing yeah. this shit. Either you're doing it or we're not and I'm gone. Or oh, like, God. I'm going to make this happen right. no matter what. It just no, balancing yeah. those two is very important, especially when creating something, especially when you have a business and stuff like that. Yeah, no facts. I I definitely I definitely feel my my empathy has heightened and my understanding has heightened because of the fact that I have I've always been surrounded by females. Um, but I think the the actual attention to detail now that I've grown mentally as a person has changed because yeah before when I was in high school when I was younger you just kind of listen to people you react and you live there's no like reason to really go farther than that right but when you have to 
really make connections with people in adult life, I feel like. Because you don't really keep friends in this adult life unless you really have things in common and you really share experiences and you truly go through shit together. So it's like, when I made those connections past age of like 17, those true connections, I feel like I became better at understanding what I was doing as a man was wrong and then how to then adjust and view my actions from the out from an existential perspective because yeah i joke and i like oh this is this is funny in a moment but i'm not really like that at my core because then i would have no growth as a man you know what i mean so it's like the masculine energy that people carry and they completely ignore the feminine energy i feel like they haven't really grown as a man because the idea of a man traditionally is that there's no feminine energy in him at all he's brave he's courageous he does whatever he wants to do he's alpha like but then i felt the true definition of that growing and learning is like no you should be cognizant of the actions you do on a daily basis whether it be in business whether it be in relationships whether it be in whatever because it's important to that other person that you're then sharing that experience with whether it's men, female, indifferent. That's really what I learned from like those energies or that energy more so than masculine energy. Yeah. I think that's a, a good place to stop, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this was uh this is some little pieces. We uh catch y'all later. Stay so, breezy, y'all. Stay breezy. Keep the chakra heavy. Chakra A. Keep that chakra on me, you know what I'm saying? Keep that chakra. Keep that chakra on me. Keep that chakra on me. This is my frequency.